Yo, what's up, everybody? Oh, God, my voice. This just is, this just keeps happening, man. It's like, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I mean, it's been two weeks since I took a COVID test that was negative, and I feel great. Everything's fine. I mean, it was even before that, like, you know, just some minor inconveniences, the usual lingerings of any cold, and, you know, little runny nose here, a little cough there, eh, you know, and there were a few days where, yeah, up until, gosh, probably the middle of last week, it was just getting up in the morning, it was like, oh man, Uh, today was fun though, because today was the first day of sixth grade for for my youngest, which means... (laughs) summer's over and uh means i had to set the alarm for nice and early i won't i would i set it for six six fifteen something like that i mean school starts at eight but you know the first day you want to make sure everything's there everything's ready have time to take a couple pictures in the usual picture spots and uh and then make sure you get there with plenty of time to spare just so you know, on the first day, especially a brand new school, you don't want to be running in at the last minute. That'll be, that'll be, that'll be next week. <laughs> that'll be starting next week from, we don't, we're never, we're never late for school in August. We're right on time for school in August, uh, September through June. That'll be a different story. No, it would be, yeah, it's good. But hey, I only have to make one stop. As you know, last year was the first middle school and elementary school, uh, two stops. Of course, it was my first year doing the morning taxi every single day. I don't think trying to, I'm trying to recollect. I don't think there was a single day of school that I wasn't the morning driver. And on the same note, I don't think there was a single, well, there were a couple days where I picked the middle school child up in the afternoon, but I and, and I think I had maybe one afternoon pickup from elementary school. And other than that, yeah, I didn't have to do any afternoon. But the afternoon pickups are, yeah, I'd, 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 I'll take the morning drop off any day of the week. But I am so thrilled that there's no more elementary school drop up, drop offs or pickups ever again for me. Uh, yeah, so it was good. It's good. Got up. Uh, the, the, the 10 year old was not so thrilled to get up so early, uh, after spending the summer staying up very late and sleeping in very late, including yesterday when we tried to get the kids up at a fairly reasonable hour. I mean, very reasonable hour, like nine, nine thirty. like, Hey, you guys got to get used to the new schedule. That's starting up again soon. Uh, but it does, does it doesn't matter? I I tried that when I was a kid too, you know that last like week before that last week of summer vacation, you kind of like oh, I should try to get into the habit of going to bed at a regular time, not staying up late playing video games and watching TV, and then. Uh, but for me, it was like, well, fucking, I'm, I'm <laughs> summer vacation. I was still getting up at five thirty to deliver newspapers. The difference was, I would deliver newspapers, and then I would come home, and I would have some breakfast, and then I'd hop on the couch, and I would sleep all morning. I would just nap on the couch, and it was great, lovely. 
I'd put on MTV or maybe cartoons or whatever, and depending on what age I was, and I would just fall asleep. And it was uh, it was a beautiful thing. Or I would go and have a sleepover at a friend's house, which meant I didn't have to deliver papers, which was great. Or my parents would be out of town and I would have to stay at my grandparents' house, which meant I had to get up even earlier so that my grandpa could drive me back to my parents' house so I could get the newspapers and deliver the newspapers while he would sit in the kitchen uh, at their house and read the newspaper and watch the news. And then I would finish delivering newspapers and then we'd go back to their house. And, uh, oh, gosh, I don't I, – boy, oh, boy. I really – it's like – yeah, the getting up early thing, I do prefer it. I, I'd rather, but you know, I'm just, when it comes down to it, I am just so, so much more, uh, an, I don't know. I'm not really a night owl. I just, I just don't like to sleep ever. That's my thing. I want to, I want to be able to stay up late and get up early and not have it ever impact me in any way. That's what I want. And I feel like when I was a kid delivering those newspapers, I was not staying up. I was not going to bed early. Maybe in the first couple of years, but I mean, I'm I'm thinking of like summer vacations and Christmas vacations where I'd stay up or, or even just a Friday night where I'd stay up until like, I, I'd stay up until midnight, one in the morning. I mean, I remember I would, because I, I had a setup where I would, I would play the video games on the TV, but the audio for the, you know, for the cable was going uh, through the the stereo speakers, the surround sound setup. So I would put on like uh, late night. I'd put on like David Letterman and then like Conan, and I would listen to those while I was playing my video games. And it was great because I got to. It was like man, I'm multitasking here, baby. I'm playing playing my video games and uh, and listening to my favorite late night shows. And it's great because Letterman Conan. For the most part, it is, you know, it, it, I mean, yes, it's visual, but you can you can get a lot out of just listening to those. By the way, that reminds me, I met the old in the old days, there was an FM. It was like the last it was like the lowest number on the dial in the uh, capital region area of New York, Albany, Schenectady, Saratoga, Burnt Hills area. And it was uh, like 87.7, whatever the lowest number on the dial is. And, uh, yeah, it would, it, the, it, it was the local CBS WRGB, uh, news channel six, uh, the, the local CBS station was just broadcast 24 seven on that 87.7, which I loved because sometimes I, I remember coming home from college and it'd be like the middle of a Friday afternoon <laughs> and I would, uh, I would be driving home and then I would put get within range, and I would put on that channel. I'd listen to like, I don't know. I, f- I, I feel like they they played like reruns of Home Improvement at like three in the afternoon on that channel before the whatever the talk shows and Judge Judy or whatever the hell was on. Or if it was late at night and I was like driving to uh, to the girlfriend's house now wife. Uh, if it was like very cause, man, I I think about my schedule and it's like holy shit. Because I would be like, I would be getting up to like go start my night at like eleven o'clock, eleven thirty. Because I remember I'd come home from work, 
or I'd come home from school and I would do whatever uh, needed to be done and I'd hang out for the night and then the wife would get home from work around 10 or 10.30 and I'd drive down there and sometimes I would drive down at like 11.30 and I'd listen to Letterman on the 87.7. Anyway, but like I'm, I'm talking about that like there's no – like you could <laughs> – I guess you could, I mean, uh, you'd get uh, data charges if you don't have unlimited data, but I guess you could just do that on any, on any phone if you had reception. I could, I guess I could just put it on the whatever channel I wanted to. Well, not necessarily, not necessarily. (sighs) Who cares? Who the fuck cares about listening to TV in the car? Uh, one thing that was nice is there's a sta- there's an AM station in Boston that I don't know if they do it anymore, but for a time, my favorite morning news, as you know, is Boston 25 News. Gene Levanche, Elizabeth Hopkins, Shiri Spear, uh, meteorologist Shiri Spear, uh, all my favorites on the morning Boston 25 News. And they would have from like 6 to 9 or 6 to 10, they would have the morning news broadcasting on an AM channel. So as I was heading to work very early, and if I missed the seven-day forecast with the weekend always in view from Shiri, I could I could listen to it, uh, which was nice. It's nice. I, those are, and as I as I'm telling all of these things, I realized that I was just I was born an old man. <laughs> I'm like, this is something that just an old man with nothing better to do would be fixated on. Speaking of Shiri, oh look at that tropical today and tonight, seventy degrees tropical. The dew point. Is going to be up there. It already is. It's so fucking humid. I can, I can feel it. I, the fact that I don't have the AC on is like killing me. By Wednesday evening, dew point will be fifty, which will be comfort comfortable. This afternoon, uh, ninety two in Nashua, ninety one in Boston. Oh, those lucky bastards! A lot cooler in Boston. And out of the Cape of the Islands, uh, low eighties. That'll be nice. That's a nice cool. Summer breeze and the ocean temperature they're saying is right around <laughs> sixty. The ocean temperature is sixty nine. The lows tonight, Nashua is going to be sixty nine. I took a video last week. I asked uh, A L E X A what the temperature was uh, a couple weeks ago. Sixty nine. What's the humidity? Sixty nine. And I tr- desperately tried to find the ocean. Te- I, I was trying to ask her what the ocean temperature was and she couldn't uh, i don't know I, there must be a special way to ask because i couldn't i couldn't get what i wanted out of her and i was really hoping like oh man if the ocean temperature is 69 uh, this is just like <laughs> the most magical day of them all ah uh, yeah it's a I, I i hate this time of the year i didn't I, you know i was thinking about it last night it's like man i had like 20 some odd first days of school between kindergarten, college, grad school, uh, and now, and now I've had eight. Is this my eighth first day of school as a parent? I believe. Uh, and then, well, tomorrow is also my first day of school. That's the thing. Does it count? Is it two different? Anyway, back to school season, which. Uh, is really though is there anything worse than getting to like late July it's still July and they have the commercials for back to school savings back to school sales staples and clothing stores and all that oh my god it's is that like 
Oh, let's see. Wait, 90 degrees today, 87 humid, but the front's coming through 82 Thursday, 78 Friday, lots of sun. That's good. And then it's going to heat back up over the weekend and be humid. That's okay. All I care about is Thursday, but it looks like Thursday is going to be, that's the Red Sox. Thursday night is Red Sox night, and I'm very excited for that. Uh, and I'm now I'm even more excited that it seems like it's going to be a very comfortable night First day of September, nice and comfy, good for watching a little uh, a little Red Sox action. Can I even do my voices? Any is my voice like? Has my voice changed forever? From like just it changed. Two thousand eighteen, when I had that terrible cold, it changed my voice. I can no longer hit the high note in "Take on Me." Before that cold, I could hit it, not easily, but I could hit it. You know. Take me up in a day or two. You know, I can't can't do it. I can't do it. I have to go low uh, when I'm singing it. And it really frustrates me because I used to be able to hit that. And now my voice is just a scratchy old man, piece of shit, asshole voice. And yeah, I'm like, I am finding that in the morning I have to do a lot more like, you know, that kind of thing. And I was saying that to my, as we were driving to school this morning and I was clearing my throat and I said, I got, this is it's the amount of extra throat clearing that I've had to do since COVID is ridiculous. And hopefully, I hope that's not a permanent thing. I don't think it is. I know like COVID, COVID's a weird thing where it like, it's not that bad and it goes away, but little bits of it kind of stick around for a while for some people. And then there's like long COVID, which is not this, I don't think where you just kind of have weird shit, you know, where you you don't have your taste and your smell and stuff for a while. I, I didn't have that problem, so that's good. Uh, I didn't lose smell. I didn't lose taste. I lost my appetite, but that was great because I, I lost a bunch of weight and then I gained a bunch of it back, but now I'm, now I'm losing it a little bit. Now that the school schedule is back, I can have my taffy on the week. The last week I was having a problem because I was having taffy every night and I was working until like midnight and I was just, oh man, snack, snack, snack. Last night I wasn't up. I finished work at like, <laughs> get this, a reasonable time. I had a, an eight hour day basically on Monday. It was the best. And, uh, yeah, not only did I have an eight hour day on Monday, but, uh, I even like had dinner with my family and watched a little TV with my family. And, uh, yeah, I did have to run some errands. I had to go get my prescription. Yeah. I, I, I just sound like an old man. I had to go get my prescriptions. My inhaler, my <laughs> blood pressure medication, and my uh, other the Wellbutrin. Uh, and I never know because I some of these are set to auto renew, so auto refill. So I go there and they had the Wellbutrin ready to go, and I said, "Oh, great, this is perfect." Well, this is like the most important one, maybe, but I sh- there should be two others because I did request the refill, and he had to go check, and he's like, "Well, yeah, I've got one." He's like, "You're a few days early on the other one, though, on the blood pressure one," and I'm just like, yeah, "I know, dude, but like." I'm trying to get on a schedule here where I can just pick up like all of my prescriptions at once. I have like four, five, I have five different things I have to pick up. Six, if you count another thing that I don't really, I'm like, eh, it's not, not, it's pointless. 
I don't want to be driving over to the pharmacy like <laughs> six different times in a month. Even one, I mean, once is enough. Once is plenty. So, but I got all, I got everything I wanted. I got all the, all the refills that I had submitted. So that's good. That's a good, good thing. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, and then, you know, went to BJ's, got a few things, came home and like, oh, look at this. We've got like, there's, we've got, there's some little bit of time to just like hang out with the family. We watched a Netflix thing about like inside the mind of a cat or something like that. Some new thing. It was very cute and very nice. And we, I learned some things. Did you know, I did not know this. But a cat doing that, you know, when cats do the slow blink, they just kind of slowly close their eyes. It looks like they're falling asleep, but they're not. They're just doing the slow. That's, uh, that's, like, that's like the equivalent of like smiling at somebody. That's what they're doing. They're telling you like, hey, dude. I'm like, oh. And, and they say if, a, if humans do that back to the cat, then it's, it's a form of communication and the cat knows like you're smiling back at them. Which is funny because my childhood cats, I used to do that to them all the time. But for me, I thought I was like tricking them into falling asleep because they'd be sitting on the couch and I would just sit in front of them and slowly blink my eyes and slowly blink my eyes and then close my eyes and try to make them fall asleep just by power of suggestion. Here I was communicating, smiling at the cats the whole time. Amazing. Uh, anyway, man, I, I, this is the other thing too. Am I, I don't notice this all the time. Like during the weeks that I had COVID and probably a few days after I tested negative, probably the rest of that week that I tested negative. Um, yeah, what did I see? I got COVID on the 1st of August or 2nd or something. A second, second tested. Oh, I, I even put it on my calendar. Look at that. Wednesday, August 3rd, tested positive for COVID. Well, I'll have to write down tested negative for COVID on uh, whatever the day was. I don't even uh, I guess it was August 15th maybe yeah i believe that's what it was it was august 15th yeah um okay that was a night so i had it for two weeks and it was like i would just i'd walk you know from here to the kitchen and i'd have to stop and be like (sighs) and uh but I guess I think that's still kind of going on a little bit because, uh, yeah, I was talking to my dad. My dad called Friday just to chat, see how things were going. Oh, yeah. Th- okay. Well, Friday's – okay, Friday's 78. Sorry, I'm looking at the last uh, before they go off the air. Thursday's 82, low 56. Friday's 78, low 57. Man, I think we're going to be in by like 7.30, 8 o'clock when that game starts on Thursday. I think it's going to be just lovely just perfect temperatures, perfect conditions. Beautiful day for a ball game. Uh, but anyways, yeah, my dad, well, I talked to him on Friday and he's like, he's like, yeah, I can hear you're still like breathing kind of heavily, which could just be the fatness too. It's anyone's guess. There's, there's several culprits. <laughs> there's several suspects in the lineup. Uh, okay. Um, Ugh, so annoying. Oh, work is just so it's too much. I'm ready to be retired. I could I could I could do I always think about this every week like 
I would, I could travel to, if I had to travel to Boston every day for the next year, but it meant that after 365 days of commuting to and from Boston, that hellacious commute, if I only had to do it for one year and I'd be, and then I'd be done and I could just retire. Like, would I do it? And the answer is absolutely. I would hate it, but I would do it. And then after a year, I would say, okay, I never have to do that again. And give me my $50 million. Thank you. These are the fantasies that I have. As I've mentioned, every every uh, Sunday night, Monday morning, I fantasize that I'm getting up for what will be my old final week of work ever. And then I retire at the end of the week. <laughs> so I say to myself, oh, okay, it's Monday. But you know what? I'm retiring on Friday and I only have to make it through this one last week. I've made it through so many others. I can make it through one more. And I just do that every week, which is a healthy way to exist. <sighs> Anyways. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so my, you know. My dad was commenting on my breathing and said, hey, you're breathing still pretty heavily. I'm like, well, am I? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's, I'll, I'll, I'll attribute that to COVID, but I don't know. But anyway, this voice thing, I get on uh, the last two weeks, I get on meetings and I sound like fucking Baba Booey. I'm like, excuse me. I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'll be in mid sentence and I'm just like, <clears throat> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And it's really annoying. And, uh, yeah, it's like sometimes the, I feel like I'm, I'm good. And then I talk like this and I have this scratchy sort of throat thing, which I don't want. I don't want that. I, you know, I want the golden pipes to stay golden for all of my podcast listeners. I mean, that's what it's all about. (sighs) Anyway. Uh, but yeah, I, I did, uh, that, that one, that 2018 cold, it was the, like the cold to end all colds. I'm sure it was the flu. I'm sure. Well, I went to the doctor. They didn't say it was the flu, but it was, it was terrible. Those years that I was on public transit. Oh my God. Oh, the, 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 the shit that I must've gotten in my nose, mouth, eyes, ears, whatever, all the coughing and talking and sneezing and oh my god just in that little just in a little train car with all those people packed like sardines like squished up against each other standing sitting whatever more people than were supposed to be on any train car oh i can only imagine i mean i felt the effects so i'm i i don't even want to think about it uh I feel like there were a bunch of other things that I wanted to talk about, and I now I have no idea. Well, yeah, I, it's it's one of those things, man. Like when the kids go back to school, I get very sad. <laughs> I I just it's you know it's an adjustment in June when you're used to being you know dropping kids off and you come home and you're alone and you kind of have the place to yourself so you can be loud, you can you know kind of whatever, and. uh and and then you know and then you have okay it's summer vacation and now boom everybody's home all day every day and you know TVs are on and there's running around and laughing which I love and you you know after a week I get used to it and then I'm just like yeah I don't want this to end I don't want school to ever go back in session and then it does and then I'm I'm very sad for the first few days the first week you know I've got the place to myself 
of course, now I have a, a, a nice little kitty cat to keep me company, so I'm not totally alone. Um, but yeah, it's those, those first few days, I just get so sad. Like, oh, oh, I like them here. But uh, that's not how it works. Uh, yeah. And I was, yeah, my buddy Alex had a thing on Facebook or somewhere about he did the, the elementary school drop-off this morning for his fifth grader the poor bastard has one one whole year left of uh <laughs> of the morning drop off uh soon enough soon enough but anyways uh yeah he, he said yeah it's it's just back to the usual shit show and you know people just you know running out not where there's a crosswalk and just you know no just lawlessness rampant lawlessness <sighs> and i said oh my god <laughs> good luck man <laughs> done with that shit forever and he mentioned that there were two women singing uh, george michael's freedom as they walked away after dropping off their kids and he you know he told them to eat a bag of dicks or something i don't think he really said that but something I, that that was my interpretation and it's like yeah man like why i know it's like it's funny you know one of the elementary schools had a sign this week that says uh uh you know august 30th uh, parent parent vacations or August thirty first or whatever parent vacation starts because the kids go back to school. Ha ha! That's funny. That's cute. I think that's a funny joke. But these, uh, you know, these assholes were just like singing. First of all, imagine being that kid and you're still within earshot and you hear your mom and and your friend's mom singing freedom and laughing and smiling and walking away oh wines wines day wednesday finally without those damn kids it's like why why do i you know during the pandemic right after like two weeks everyone was like when are they gonna open schools i can't stand my family you know and people (laughs) it's like and for some of those i get some of it was like a legitimate like stuff that i didn't think about but that people mentioned like you know there's there's uh uh, there's, uh, you know, people who are in like abusive relationships and stuff who are like locked in the house now, you know, and don't even have like school or work or someplace to, to escape. And like that, that's terrifying. I can't even imagine. But, you know, on a, on a more a lighter note, like these parents who are just, you know, two, three weeks into the pandemic, the lockdowns and stuff, like, open the schools. I can't fucking stand it. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, they're home. Oh, I hope this never ends so they can just stay home and they can they can finish elementary school and middle school and high school right here at home and then they can do remote college and then they'll get a remote job <laughs> and then they'll just be safe with me forever. Mm. That was, you know, and I'm not, it's not like one of those like, hey, look at me. I don't ever have any uh, any problems with my kids ever. Nothing. We all just get along all the time, 24. No. But just like some of these parents are like, it's like, seems like legitimately just don't like their kids based on, you know, it's one thing joking about like, hey, parent vacation begins. Yeah. Versus like singing songs and just like posting on Facebook. Oh, I can't wait to get these little monsters out of my, whatever. I don't know. I'm paraphrasing, but things like that, you know, you see it on, on, on social media and stuff or you hear it and whatever. And it's like, God damn, 
you know, you don't, uh, there's no law that says you had to have kids. And if you didn't want, like you had one and then you decided to have more, like, you know, if you don't like one kid, uh, I don't think you're going to like <laughs> multiple kids. That's usually not, uh, just, uh, just logically speaking. I like, okay, fine. But, uh, it seems like people are reproducing less. So that's good. Cause the, that's the thing. And I was talking about this with, I don't know who the hell my dad, I think it was. Anyway, I talk about this all the time. Like, you know, there's like the baby boomer generation was told, go to college, get that bachelor's degree, because not a lot of people have that. And that's going to be incredibly useful to get a job. And you know what? It was. You went for four years of college. You paid like <laughs> a few hundred bucks. Maybe you were like, maybe you were like a thousand dollars in debt when it was all said and done. Like maybe. And my mom told me she had like $300 of debt when she finished college. And uh, I think that was credit card debt. I don't, because I don't, pretty sure. Anyway. anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, yeah, that era, that age, um, went to college, got a four year degree, and pretty much, for the most part, right out of college, where the, you know, found some nice job, and that's where they were for 30 years, 40 years, and then they retired with a nice pension and a gold watch and whatever, <laughs> and, uh, and their house that they bought for like $20,000 in 1970 something, uh, which is now worth like, you know, $1.6 million. <laughs> and that's a, that's a pretty good, you know, that's like, wow, that's the American dream, right? And, uh, <laughs> and then, you know, that worked out for them. So they were like, yeah, Hey, our kids here, you Gen X and millennial kids, uh, you got to go to college. Uh, that's the non-negotiable. You have to go to college and get a degree and then that will help you get a job. And none of that was true. I mean, yeah, look, if you went to college to be a teacher, to be an engineer, to be a doctor, to be a lawyer, uh, you know, and a handful of other fields, um, yeah, okay, you probably had a pretty good shot at getting something out of college. Uh, but, I mean, for a doctor or a lawyer, that means grad school, med school, it's like not just the four years. Um, even for a teacher, for any of the things that I listed, it's very rare that a four-year degree would get you uh, what you needed career-wise to get in the door versus, you know, the previous, that generation that was like, yeah, go to college and then just go work somewhere and they'll just hire you. <laughs> and so that worked for them. So like, yeah, you guys, hey, do the same thing. You go to college, you get your degree, you get out of college, you can get a job within a few months and uh, you'll be great. And I, I can think of like I think I can I can think of like two people that I know off the top of my head that went to college and had a job lined up before they were done with school, maybe three. And the rest of us were like, I don't know. I went to work at fucking Stewart's for eight fifty an hour because I said I don't know what to do now, <laughs> and I got a useless degree. Let's be honest. Uh, as prestigious as the cinema department at Binghamton University in the basement of the lecture hall is, uh, it's, you know, the prestige goes about as far as, hey, we'll hire you to 
make ice cream sundaes and pump gas at Stewart's <laughs> and make Lapoopy sandwiches. Uh, and frankly, my grad degree, my MBA, uh, it was, uh, let's see, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 months. It was almost a year and a half after I got my MBA before I even got a job uh, that got me in the door. Uh, you know, an entry, an ent- as as entry level a job, like like barely above minimum wage. I've talked about this. It was not even thirty thousand, twenty nine thousand five hundred. I'm like, you can't just give me five hundred more dollars so I can at least say like I'm making thirty k, which was a little bit more than I was making at Barnes and Noble, which was a job that I did not need any degree <laughs> to get. However, uh. The <laughs> one of the highest concentrations of degrees and advanced degrees uh, that you'll find is the employees at Barnes and Noble. I don't know if that's so much the case anymore, but it certainly was when I was there. I mean, you got master's degrees, you got PhDs, and it's like, holy shit, man, this sucks. <laughs> These people should be employed someplace else. They should only be here because they want to as like a part. There was like one, like a couple people who just like for fun and for the discount worked at Barnes & Noble, you know, maybe seasonally or maybe just throughout the whole year, a couple days a week, a weekend shift to get the discount, to get, you know, whatever. And uh, just for fun, you know. And the rest of us were like, oh, no, this is our, this is how we survive <laughs> this office, like barely a minimum wage job Ugh. and we're paying back our student loans not on our bachelor's but also on our advanced degrees and our advanced advanced degrees what a mess though and so yeah and and that's that's why it's just laughable that anybody is complaining that they you know they wiped out well you know whatever the ten thousand ten to twenty thousand of student loans, which evidently that's not just going to happen. I guess you starting September or something, you have to apply to get the, I don't know. Initially, I didn't think I met the criteria. And then I didn't realize that they did the same thing that they did for like the COVID checks, which was if you're an individual making this much, you don't qualify, which I said, okay, then I don't qualify. And then they said, but if you're a family, you need to be under this much. And I said, oh, I think I will qualify for that, actually. If they're going to base it off of last year, then I think we're in pretty good shape, which is nice. Because I still have a little ways to go. (laughs) Uh, And I'm trying very hard to make that little ways only last like maybe another year until it's all gone. And it's a lot, lot to clear out in a year, but I'm hoping I can do it. Oh, man. By the way, this is the first – I've recorded a bunch of podcasts. I think if you're listening to this, you probably haven't heard any of them, and I'm probably making an executive decision as I'm talking uh, to say that I'm not going to post them because it's just – it's outdated at this point. These are like – what's today, the 30th? Yeah, I mean some of this stuff is a week, two weeks old. And it's talking about like, hey, good news. I don't have COVID anymore. Okay. We don't, I don't know. There might be some funny stuff. There might be some taffy time that I'll post. If you're listening to this, you've you've listened to it and you've heard the taffy time. But there's just other shit. And I kind of went back and listened to them. Like, I don't even, I don't know. So, yeah, I... 
it's, uh, it's just, it's like back on the subject of like, yeah. So I was talking to my dad and I said, yeah, it's a bunch of bullshit. We were, you know, Gen X and the early millennials and, and I get all millennials probably were, uh, you know, we were sold a, a whole thing of like, yeah, go to college. Da, 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 da. And of course everything was different by the time <laughs> that happened. We just didn't really, you know, we got out and it's like, wow, this is very expensive, but that's college for you. And we didn't really question it. We just kind of did it. And it was like, boy, $30,000 a year is an awful lot of money. Uh, considering I'm going to get out of this place uh, after four years and uh, and not even make that much <laughs> every year, um, and I didn't I didn't have thirty thousand. My undergrad was not thirty thousand a year. My undergrad was very you know reasonably priced state school, and then the graduate thing was like oh, oh, oh. yeah, um, but oh well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> can't go back now uh so yeah so i was just i was talking to my dad and just saying like yeah i think you're gonna see a huge shift you haven't seen it quite yet uh because a lot of the gen x and millennial children you know the gen the z the zoomers whatever they are are like still you know i think maybe the oldest of that group is maybe college age i don't know and and then most of it i think is like in grade you know elementary school middle school high school still so they haven't gotten to the college thing yet and i think you're going to see i think you're going to see a huge (laughs) a huge shift uh because kids are realizing like oh i don't necessarily need to do this and i sure as hell don't need to do this if i'm just going to end up working some retail job why don't i just cut out the middleman and go to that retail job and uh you know work my way towards something which is you know for for me my uh my bachelor's degree got me nowhere obviously other i mean it got me into grad school i guess that's the one thing it's there for um and my graduate degree got me one thing, which was an interview with the first office, you know, banking job that hired me for twenty nine five a year. Uh, which, when I thought about it, it's like, well, it wasn't that I needed the MBA to get that job. It's just that I had no banking or business. You know, it was all retail, and this is an office job. Uh, you know, doing like auditing and analysis of statements, which I had zero exposure to zero experience of except in grad school so on that one hand it was like okay the mba paid off because they wouldn't have even given me an interview if i didn't have that but they saw it and uh, uh darlene my manager said yeah that was impressive and then i realized like oh yeah because <laughs> all of the, all of the people in this department i don't think any of them have a college degree and they've just been here for like 20, 30 years and worked their way to this spot. And I, I guess in that regard, maybe I'm kind of cutting a line a little bit, although it doesn't feel like it because the pay is so low. Uh, but when I, you know, when I really thought about it, like, oh, I could have just like, instead of grad school, I could have just spent that time working at a bank as a teller. Instead of spending money, I could have been making some money and then having some of that experience that could have gotten me you know, one of those office type jobs. So yeah, it was a waste, but, uh, 
you know, um, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but I think that's what's going to happen is you're going to have we had our parents for advice and our parents, you, you base your advice off of what you know. And our parents knew from experience, go to college, get a degree, get a job. You know, they were both teachers. So yeah, there was a better, even today, if you're getting a teacher's degree, then yeah, you're probably going to find a job teaching pretty quickly. But that's what, you know, not just, but everybody that age, that's what it was. And now, we're the parents, <laughs> Gen X, uh, Gen Y, millennial, whatever you call it. We're the parents, and we're telling our kids, "Hey, go to co- if you figure out something that you want to do, and it requires a college degree, go to college. If uh, if you really just want to go to college, go to co- you know, I'm, I'm absolutely encouraging my kids to go to college." Uh, what I don't encourage is, oh, you don't really want to go to college and you're not really sure what you're going to do and you feel like you're going because you have to because a lot of people – no, then don't. Or maybe take some classes and figure it out like, okay, I'll take a few community college classes or something and then, and then figure it out. Um, but like there's just so many ways to make money that didn't exist. There's so much – you know. In the 80s, when we were talking about going to college, there was no internet. And in the 90s, when we were going to college in 2000s, there was an internet that was brand new and still figuring out ways to make money on the internet. And now there's, you know, every just between social media, YouTube, there's just so many different ways to make money. I mean, my God. If uh, I would have just, you know, I was <laughs> once upon a time, you know, I had I had like the six pack abs. I was in pretty good shape. I would have gone <laughs> on my 18th birthday. I would have just started an OnlyFans <laughs> and said, "Hey, you know what? This might not be like, you know, this might not necessarily be the dream, but neither is working at banks for a li- for my life, and I uh, and I have a lot more free time, and I'm making more money in this uh, this OnlyFans thing. If 18 year old me had had that opportunity." Uh, I think that's, I think that's what you're going to say. It's just going to come to a, the point where like everybody in the world <laughs> just has an only fans and then it's not going to be worth anything. It'll be like only fans is the new bachelor's degree. Like in the beginning, it's like, Oh, you know what? You can go on here and, you know, show a little something, something, you know, give them something to pay for and you can make a bunch of money. Uh, if you have what the people want, <laughs> <laughs> and can offer that and monetize it, then great. Now it's going to be like, oh, it's, it's, so, it's so rare. Like, And now it's going to be like, oh, yeah, every single person. <laughs> every single person graduated high school and went on to get an OnlyFans, and uh, it didn't pay off. Our parents told us to get an OnlyFans, and that'll, that'll <laughs> set you up for life. Uh, mm. But, uh, yeah, I feel like that is going to be a, the new shift when the kids who are not yet in college now, whose parents grew up in the 80s and 90s and saw their parents go to college and be very successful, went to college and had a major, major struggle, major, major debt, not the opportunities that they hoped. Uh, and they're going to tell their kids, like, eh, don't fucking – don't waste your time. If you don't want it, if it's not something that's interesting, if you've already found what you want to do and you don't need a college degree to do it, then fucking skip it. 
And yes, there's experiences in college. Because you meet people and your friendships. It's a fucking expensive way to get friendships. I mean, there's so many other ways. And by the way, does anybody even... If you're going to make friendships, are you going to just like spend the rest of your life just texting each other anyways? So I still think it's funny. That's the one place that I didn't – I have one – I've mentioned this before. I think I have one, maybe two friends from college that I keep in touch with from undergrad. I I have more people I think from grad school that I keep in touch with. I, I don't think. I know. I definitely do. I have more people that I am in touch with from grad school. Uh, than undergrad, not by a lot, but still, uh, you know, one or two friends from undergrad and, and that's it. That was like the one point in life where I didn't leave with like tons and tons of friends. And it was because I approached it that way. I said, I'm going to go here. I don't care about friends. I just want to get, get good grades and then get the fuck out and just be done. Like I just, oh, I just hated school. And of course, as a result of that, I went and said, oh, well, I finished school. I better go get some more school, except this time I'll make it uh, a subject matter that doesn't even remotely interest me, that I have no experience with, and uh, that is going to be very challenging for me because I don't know shit about accounting and all this other stuff. And so I went and tortured myself for three years (laughs) getting a business degree. And uh, yeah, man, oh, man, it's because I just, I wasn't resourceful enough to figure out like, well, what can I do? Because in 2002, three, four, there's no YouTube. There's no like even Facebook and all this stuff. And I don't know, I probably could have figured something else out if, but whatever. So I think, I think you're going to see a lot of, (laughs) I I think you're going to see a major drop in enrollment in college in the years to come, but Maybe not. I'm, I also, there's a very good chance that I'm totally full of shit and I'm all talk. And when it comes time to it, I'm going to be like, no, you guys are fucking going to college. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so we'll see. But I hope not. Mm. But whatever. I don't know. The oldest, um, the oldest keeps saying they want to be an architect. And uh, that's awesome. And if they go to, MIT, wow, that's really cool. Uh, but they're they're learning the drums now, and there's part of me that's like, I want to learn the guitar. I'm thinking, hey, we put together a pretty good little rock and roll band, and maybe none of us needs uh, work or college ever again. <laughs> uh, if I if I learn how to shred on the guitar, and you learn how to rip on the drum i don't know what do you, what would you say on the drums rip it rip it up <laughs> if you learn how to rip up the drums uh then we could be in the, and then the youngest is like flute and violin youngest was playing the violin i hadn't even heard her play the violin yet and she was you know plucking away at twinkle twinkle and all that i'm like wow okay good good and the only thing i can say is thank god i like whatever they want to do, follow their passions. That's all I care about. It's the only thing I ever tell them, like, just whatever you do, just make sure you're happy doing it. Cause it's going to be a long, long, <laughs> it's going to be a long week <laughs> every week. Uh, if you're not having a good time, uh, and a lot of people are not having a good time going to work and it's only it seems to be, it seems to be just getting worse every year. Like I don't, and I, and it's hard for me to say, is it because 
my salary and my roles and my responsibility have gone up, so it's not as fun. Because in the early years, it was like Dunder Mifflin. I, it was just games. I mean, we did work, but there was a lot of free time to do games and picnics and go to the sushi place, little field trips and stuff, and have little, you know, all kinds of st- all kinds of shit. And then, and then that just sort of like stopped, which is fine. I don't care. Um, but it just seems like in general, the world decided like, Ooh, I think work is starting to get to be a little too fun. We better, you know, pump the brakes on that sometime, uh, you know, in the last 10, 12 years they did that. Or maybe it's just me. I don't know. Uh, I was going to say. I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to say something. Yeah, so either way, if we can uh, <laughs> if we can get the family band. Yeah, that's what I, I tell my kids. Like, whatever you do, just make sure you're happy doing it. Um, and there was another part of that that I was going to say, but fuck if I know what it was. God damn it. It was good, too. It was important. It was important. All right, I probably should. Oh, my God, it's almost been an hour. Oh, man. That's my problem. I start talking and I just think, like the whole time I'm talking, I just think, oh, it's probably about 15 minutes, maybe 20. Wrong. Uh, anyway. So, yeah. I, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if I'm all talk. If I just say, like, no, 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 you're going to fucking college. I don't care. Uh, but, yeah, I'm hoping that the – oh, that's what I was going to say. I – boy, oh, boy. And this wasn't – I didn't push – I didn't poke, I didn't prod, I didn't uh, whatever. I, in the early years, I had my kids enrolled in like everything. Sports, activities, you know, dance, just tons and tons of shit. And it fucking, you know, they were burnout. Like, (laughs) you know, halfway through elementary school, like, all right, we're doing too much stuff. And then the pandemic happened and we weren't doing anything for a while. And then we slowly came back and like they had the little ice skating stuff here, a little dance there, a little skiing. And, uh, and now they've found stuff that they like and it's all music related. I mean, the oldest has got, you know, the season ski pass. So that's a big, that's a major passion is they just want to get like, just so unbelievably good at skiing, which I fully, fully support. Uh, but the oldest has taken up drums this summer and they're enrolled in drum lessons in the fall. And the youngest is in the band at school playing the flute every day and once a week private violin lessons. And I'm, boy, full endorsement. Not that there's anything wrong with sports. Great, super sports are great. They're fantastic. I love watching sports. Not so much playing, but I do enjoy watching. Uh, but I was talking to friends last night and just say I'm I'm I am so beyond thrilled that none of my kids ever had even a slight interest in soccer. Uh, not just because I don't enjoy soccer and having to. Oh, I see some of these Facebook posts and they're talking about like oh, it's a Saturday. It's like not even like three o'clock on a Saturday, and they're like off to our fifth soccer game today. Like what the fuck? How is that even legal? How is this even? Who the hell? Like even the shit that I love, I don't want to do it that much. 
Like I, I think for me, I don't think I have ever known what it's like to be so passionate about any one particular thing that I just want to do it all day, every day, eat it, drink it, sleep it, breathe it, you know, a sport, an activity, a hobby and like nothing. And I, you know, I, I've spent some marathon Saturdays playing video games. I guess maybe that's the closest thing. I like playing video games. Uh, but even after that, I kind of, but then I'll have like months where I don't touch video games because I'm just uh, sort of like, yeah, I've had enough. Uh, okay. Um, and some of these kids with like, all weekend long. Oh, we're traveling to this. We got the early morning 7 a.m. soccer game on a Saturday. And then after that's done, we got to hustle on over to this town and that traveling soccer league. And then we're going to this one. And we're going to, we got four soccer games on one day and seven. It's like, oh my God. And as a parent, like, Jesus Christ, this is my fucking weekend. I'm watching this shit. And I love my kids. So whatever they're doing, I love it. But Oh, I just the fact that none of them had any interest in soccer or baseball is such a I I'm so happy. I'm so very happy. Or any kind of like traveling sort of sport thing or uh the skiing, that's why the skiing's perfect cuz that is a thing that you know, if you want to be in some kind of team, sure. If you want lessons, great. If you don't, great. Either way, we're going to drive to the mountain. You go off and do your thing. I'm going to sit <laughs> I'm going to sit in a restaurant with my video games and eat nachos and watch basketball or football or whatever's on. So, yeah, that's that's my kind of situation. And then the music stuff is like that's shit that you can do until you are dead, until you are a old old I mean, Jesus Christ, again, look at Paul McCartney 80 on tour. Gary Newman's well into his 60s and maybe even I don't think he's quite 70 yet but he's still rocket I mean that's nobody's playing in the NFL nobody's playing in MLB NBA nobody's playing professional sports beyond like the oldest is you know mid 40s like Tom Brady who's now kind of admitting like hey you know I had some personal shit I don't know what's you know the 11 day absence yeah I'm 45 years old man there's a lot of shit going on uh, whatever that means, like, dude's going to be done after this year. That's my, that's all we, I think, is all, not a guarantee, but it's as close to a guarantee. Uh, so anyway, I, th- I think maybe he was hoping that he was going to come back and get Gronk for one more time and get, you know, this one and that one. And they kind of have, like, it's a shell of the former team from the last two years. But anyway. Uh, but he's the exception to the rule of playing as old as he is, and he's going to be done probably at the end of this year. He might not even make it to the end of this year, quite honestly. The way that I'm looking at him now, it's like, ah, October, November, this guy might be, I'm out of here. He's in Tampa, though, and that's when the nice weather, so maybe he'll stick around for the, but anyway. Um, and I'm not saying that's because he loses interest, I'm saying because like physically it's, Either he decides or a coach decides, like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta take you out of this, which is absurd considering how good he was playing up to it, including last year that he's just gonna break. But that's the thing, man. Once you hit forty, <laughs> shit just happens out of nowhere. Like, whoa, why, why am I suddenly going Ugh, when I sit down in a chair? 
<laughs> what are these new aches and pains? I don't understand. Um, but music, you fucking do that forever, you know? And, uh, so I'm, I'm totally, totally in support of this. Uh, and I hope that that's, I hope that that just becomes a passion for both of them, the whole music thing. I fucking, that, there's two things that I would absolutely 1 million percent have done differently if I can go back to, I don't know, 30 years ago and I'm like 12 years old or maybe even before that. And I would be like, dude, because I played the piano for a few years and then I got tired of it. And I wish that I had not gotten tired of it. Uh, I think I just got tired of the crappy songs that I was playing because I wish that I had kept up with that or I wish, man, learn the fucking guitar. I wish I had, you know, something. Um, and also I would have been in like the drama club at school. Like it didn't occur to me like, oh, I want to make movies behind the camera, but like also in front of the camera. So like go be in fucking plays and learn how to act and learn how to be comfortable in front of an audience and memorizing lines and, you know, all this stuff. Oh God, I would go back and I would like, I'd grab myself by the collar and be like, motherfucker. <laughs> enough with the wrestling team. You don't need fucking amateur wrestling to be in WWE. And by the way, you're not going to get past five seven, so like, don't go too crazy putting your eggs in all of this basket. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, fuck that shit. Uh, go learn more instruments. Get fucking musically inclined and do the drama. But I just didn't. I didn't think enough. Like I didn't. I just didn't think. I didn't think beyond like right here, right now, which is. Right here, right now, is like, oh, I just want to play video games. Like, dude, you're still gonna have tons of time for video games. Take a little time out of the week and fucking learn to get, pick up a guitar, learn an instrument, rehearse some lines, be in a fucking play. Ah. Oh. So, anyway, that's uh, what my kids are doing. Is like. <laughs> And I have not given them any, I haven't said, you should play instrument. You must play. Well, except for one day uh, driving home from therapy with my oldest and I was saying, uh, you know, you, you ever think about learning the guitar? He said, we could both learn the guitar at the same time. And I said, and I was playing Purple Rain. I said, you play, you learn to shred like Prince, man. You, you know, all, all the chicks. That's how you get chicks, man. And uh, my 12-year-old was like, well, Oh, is that it? I just have to play Purple Rain and then all the shit. Oh, hey, chicks, want to hear me play Purple Rain? <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right. Uh, and then they, uh, you know, since the pandemic, I haven't, you know, we had just haven't pushed anything. Like, basically, it's been, you know, the last, you know, 2021 was more or less a year off. I think 2021, I don't think... Unless there's something I'm forgetting. I don't know if anyone did any activities. I guess, well, I guess the oldest did a few weeks of archery last summer. And the youngest, you know, I mean, they did band and chorus in school, but any, like, extracurriculars, it didn't do anything. I mean, we didn't push it on them because it's like, that, you know, there's enough. We're just getting, you know, 
getting back into the swing of things. And maybe it's time to, you know, this is a reset and figure out what we really want to do. And so I just shut the fuck up and just let them, you know, come up with something. And then poof, all of a sudden, one kid really enjoys the flute and then wanted to do violin and now is doing violin and is enjoying that. And the other just came and said, oh, I want to either play the saxophone or the drums. Well, okay. Well, what if they have both of those available? What's your preference? Drums. Okay. Hey, music school, you got uh, drum lessons? Yep. Okay. Now you're signed up for drums. And that was just, you know, that just organically came up. So this is like good because there was shit that I did that I didn't really want to do when I was a kid. And I just, you know, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And it was all like, oh, you got to play, you got to play sports. Everybody plays sports. You got to play sports. And I did soccer and I fucking hated soccer. (laughs) I did baseball and I really fucking hated baseball. Uh, Swim team was good at that. Don't know that I would say that I loved it, but I I enjoyed it. It was fun because it was summer. It was like the country club swim league. So it was like, who gives a shit? You know, nobody's expecting. This isn't like the Olympic trials here. So it's all good. And so that was fun. And I did diving. It was that I enjoyed. Uh, Wrestling, I did enjoy uh, until I turned 15 and it was sophomore year and I had to be on JV and realized that they had tournaments every Saturday. And just like with that soccer shit, I said, "Uh uh-uh, you're not taking, it's bad enough. You've got me in this school five days a week. It's bad enough. I'm up seven days a week delivering these stupid newspapers. It's bad enough that I'm like every Sunday, I feel like we spend half the day in church even though we get there at like 9.15 where somehow we're not home until like 2 in the afternoon some for some reason. Uh, and now you're telling me that my one day that's just for me, the Saturday, is now going to be spent from sunup until sundown wrestling in a wrestling – in all-day wrestling tournaments. Uh-uh. I'm done. I did an all-day wrestling tournament. The last tournament I was in – was February of 1995, and I placed second. I would have easily placed first, except that I uh, was wrestling the last kid, and we were locked up, and we were basically just standing there, you know, just like making love to each other. <laughs> we, he probably felt the same way that I did, and we're just we're locked up. And I just said, if I even move, I am going to throw up all over everything, which I should have just done that. And then I should have just thrown up and just let it, you know, let the chips fall where they may. But I was so fu- – and so he did like – he did like one go behind or some something. He didn't like take me – he didn't do anything. He just did like one thing that got him two points. And I just stood there. Because I said, I'm fucking going to die if I do anything. I don't even, and I don't care. I don't give a shit about this. Give me a fucking second. I don't, I really don't care. Like I could beat this kid any day of the week, except I have to throw up and he doesn't. And he just did like one little go behind. Because I was too strong to let him like get out of my collar and elbow tie up. (laughs) Except then I just let, you know, for like two seconds, he got one little move on me. I'm like, all right, all right, you got me. 
you got me, kid. I can't fucking move. And then the coach screamed at me, of course. And I said, oh, this is, this was fun. This was a fun day. We drove all the way out on a Friday night on a weekend where I could have been just relaxing and watching TV. We drove, we got in a bus and we drove out to fucking, I don't know, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I know you're supposed to say Lancaster. Yeah, it's, I'm going to say Peabody, not Peabody. And I'm going to say Lancaster. I'm going to say Louisville, not Louisville. Louisville. Uh, but anyways, drove out to fucking Amish country for a wrestling tournament and spent the whole Saturday there uh, to come in second, which is, you know, I, you know, I still did better than most of the other kids in the tournament from our team. And the coach still chewed me out afterwards. Said, what the fuck? You didn't even move. You didn't do anything. I'm like, yeah, because I'm going to throw up. Well, I don't give a fuck. Then you throw up on the kid. I'm like, oh, okay. Hey, this was fun to come all the way out to fucking Amish country on a Saturday and to wrestle like four times in one day and then to get to the point where I felt absolutely sick to my stomach that even blinking wrong, I was going to lose it all over everything. And then to still get second place and then to have you scream at me because I didn't do a, a wrestling move and throw up on the kid. Thanks. I think... I think this is it for me. I think this is where wrestling and I part ways. Uh, and I went to the wrestling meeting the following year and saw that schedule and saw almost every Saturday, if not every Saturday, from like November through March. Wrestling tournament, wrestling tournament, wrestling. <laughs> like, oh, like I think even on the holidays, even like, oh, for fuck you. I'm done. I'm done. Thank you. Bye. And everybody was pissed. Like, what the fuck? You're one of the, you're one of the best wrestlers. Why aren't you? I'm like, well, because it sucks. And I don't like it. And fuck you. Good luck. Eh, it was enough. Um, anyway, that's, that's a, took a little detour there. But, um, you know, the point is, like, I didn't. And then I did track senior, junior and senior year. I did track. I did the shot put thing just to get my varsity letter where is that varsity letter i don't know i might not even have it anymore and i don't give a shit because i got the stupid letter <laughs> even though i got kicked off the team senior year because i one of the one of the days uh i skipped tra <laughs> i skipped track practice because i was on playing final fantasy 7 and then i got ratted out and i got booted from the team but then my coach saw me in the weight room every day and saw how dedicated I actually was, which was just bullshit. I knew, you know, I know people and I knew exactly what would have, you know, gotten to her. And so she put in the good word and I still got my varsity letter. And it's like, okay, what's the point of this? I have a letter B. What am I going to do with this? Nothing. I'm not getting one of those. A handful of assholes got those jackets, you know like the letterman's jacket and you put your letter on there and they all look like such dickheads. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I just have this letter now. Okay. Was it worth it? No, not really. Would I have done this again? No, I would have though. Cause track was fun. Cause I didn't get like, unlike wrestling, I took wrestling very seriously and uh track a, there's just so many kids. They can't pay attention to everyone. B, uh, I didn't care what happened. Obviously, I didn't even care when I got kicked off the team. <laughs> uh, 
and uh, and see a lot of my friends were on the track team, and we would just you know fuck around, and that was a lot of fun. So I would have probably I would have done that again, but I didn't do it because I was like passionate about fucking track. Uh, I was actually I was a better runner when I was on the wrestling. We did more running when I was on the wrestling team than we did on the track team. I was better at running when I was a wrestler than when I was a track guy. So whatever. Uh, so, yeah. Um, and my only point is I wish that instead of that shit, I had just like, yeah, what are you interested? Oh, you want to do movie stuff? Man, you should act because you're kind of a, you know, you, you're kind of a ham. You've come out of your shell in the last, uh, you know, since seventh grade. Uh, do the acting stuff. Yeah, that's what I should have done, but I didn't. Uh, and then the music thing just, you know, I was like, well, I don't know that I love the piano, so I'm just not going to do any instruments ever. And I just, blah, I go back and just slap myself and be like, fucking cut the shit, dude. You know, first of all, get rid of this newspaper delivery crap because it's getting you nowhere fast, except you're just very tired all the time. And, uh, you know, take whatever money you can from the delivering the papers and go get yourself a fucking guitar <laughs> and then go get some lessons, you asshole. Oh, well. So I'm thrilled that my kids are like really into music and I hope it stays that way and that they really fall in love with it and get really, really good at it and, and enjoy it more than anything. Just enjoy it. Uh, that'd be awesome. And then I'll learn to shred on the guitar and we can have a family band and we'll tour the world and that's, and that's, that's how it'll go for the next 30 years. <laughs> uh, all right, it's time to go. It's over an hour and 10 minutes. Lunchtime's over. Time to get back to the bullshit. Um, boy, I feel like there's a lot more to talk about. So what have I not clued you in on? Oh, yeah, I mentioned a cat. See, I recorded stuff. And I'm not going to post it. So I'm here. I'm thinking that I've said all this stuff, but I guess technically I haven't because I'm not posting a bunch of things. A couple of weeks ago, we got a cat. Uh, his name is Toby. He's fantastic. He is. He's fucking Garfield. Like he does nothing, nothing. Even for a cat, he does nothing. <laughs> like I've had cats before, and they did nothing, and they still did a hell of a lot more than this guy. He is just a, a sleepy little sleepy boy. Uh, and he's a sweetheart. Two Saturdays ago, I went out to get uh, a car wash and to get milk because I had the last of the milk and the kids needed milk for their breakfast cereal. So I said, okay, I'm going to go get some milk. And we get the car washed. And, uh, and I made a joke. I said, and then I'm going to go to the Humane Society and look at cats. Anyone want to come with me? And they're like, ha, ha, yeah. I'm like, all right. And so I left. I went and got my car wash. We didn't get milk for like three days. Because I didn't end up going to get milk. And then I forgot about it the rest of the weekend because we were getting cat stuff and setting up cat things. Uh, so I went to Humane Society. They had three cats. Uh, they had five cats, but I guess two were spoken for, even though they're listed on the website. But whatever. Uh, but they had all the cats had all kinds of, like, I'm not, I, I've made this very clear before. Uh You know, a lot of people, everybody's like, oh, when you get a dog, adopt, adopt, adopt. And I'm not going to do that. We're not, we're not going to adopt a dog. We're going to get a dog from a breeder 
And it's, I need, I am still so much not wanting to have a dog ever. And the cat thing was hard enough. And this guy is like the perfect cat because he's just no maintenance. I mean, yeah, he, he pukes sometimes. He like eats, he puked in it, but he puked into his food dish. So it's like, oh, well, this is an easy cleanup. And, uh, you know, he's just, he just kind of wanders around at night. He doesn't really bother anybody. Uh, he's just a sweet guy. He purrs a lot. So anyway, uh, dogs, I'm not getting a dog from a shelter. And I have a lot of family members and friends who are like, Oh, you got to adopt, you got to adopt. And I'm basing it off of a lot of the dogs that I know that have been adopted from a shelter and they're all very sweet and they become part of the people's family and all that good stuff. And, but I also know that if it was my dog, I would fucking go crazy with some of the shit that these dogs do. And, uh, so yeah, we get a breeder and whatever, what, what dog do we want? Okay. And it's probably gonna be a small dog. My oldest wants a Chihuahua. I'm like, great. Yeah, we'll get a, we'll get a small dog, you know, a couple small dogs, like the size of cats. And, uh, that's great. And, um, but as far as cats, you know, I had one cat from a breeder and I had one, uh, my cat Sylvester was from a breeder and my cat Alf was from the shelter and Sylvester lived to be like, I don't know, 13 years old, 14 years old, <sighs> 10, 11, 12, yeah, about 13 and Alf lived to be 20 <laughs> and not to say that that's because she was from a shelter. I mean, he Sylvester was a male and he we let him out. He was a very much an outdoor cat and he was always, you know, he'd disappear for days and then he'd come back and he'd have dead birds and dead mice and dead snakes and all those kinds of fun stuff. And uh yeah, and he just I don't know, he just what the hell is what's buzzing? Yeah, whatever. Um Oh, somebody's calling me. Hold on. All right. And I'm back and you didn't even know. So anyway, uh no idea what I was talking about. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So anyway. Uh, yeah, so my, my two two very different cats, and they were both sweet. One was from a breeder. One was from a shelter. I picked out at the shelter on my eighth or ninth birthday, whatever, third grade. I think that's – I think that's 11. I think that's a ninth. Yeah, I think that's – yeah, ninth birthday. Uh, and I was 29 <laughs> when she died, like two weeks before uh, my soon-to-be 13-year-old was born. Like, wow. It was, a, you know, a couple weeks difference. And, like, my <laughs> my oldest child would have – was so close to being able to meet my cat from when I was third grade. That's crazy to me. Uh, but anyway, but she was, you know, she was scaling the cage. And I said, that's the one I want. And she was – she wasn't just a, a, a lunatic, but she was so sweet and she fucking loved the shit out of me and uh, didn't love everybody, but she loved me. And, uh, but yeah, for dogs, I can't, I don't, I'm not that guy and it's very sweet and I understand the whole rescuing from a shelter thing. That's just not me, man. Like I can't, I, too many risky sort of things 
And I know that a shelter dog doesn't, it's not like, oh, a shelter dog is going to be crazy and only the dogs from the breeders are going to be perfectly behaved and they're going to be smart and they're going to do, no, it's, you know, it's all just a roll of the dice. But there are certain things that we do want, you know, like picking out a car. You want this, you want that. And I'm sorry uh, to all the dogs in the shelters, but we will not be rescuing any of you. Sorry. But that's the way it is. It's either – and, and this is the thing. It's either a dog from a breeder or no dog because I've seen some of these dogs from the shelters and it's not – they're with the right people who love them no matter what they do and I'm not, I'm not those people. <laughs> so it's got to be – sorry, it's not – it ain't happening. Uh, and probably we'll get cats from breeders too because there's certain kind of cats that – uh, you know, anyway, but for this instance, I went to the shelter and I said, well, let's go see. Cause even like, you know, the craziest, whatever kind of cat, it's not so bad. And the first cat I didn't even see cause he was under a blanket. I barely kind of saw him and she's like, yeah, he's not going to come out. She's like, if he comes out, he's just going to hiss the whole time. Uh, he doesn't really like people. Definitely doesn't like kids. Um, and he's just, you know, if you bring him home, it's going to take a while and he'll probably just hide and then hiss at you for, for a good while. I said, okay, that's cool. So what other ones do you have? And, (laughs) and then I was like, oh, this one is, uh, I forgot the name, but she's very sweet. And she was just like standing there. She looked like a nice little kitty and she was very sweet. And I forgot what it was, but there was something very specific that the person said, and my little alarms went off, and I said, I don't think that's a great idea. And I don't even remember what it was anymore. And then we get to Mr. Toby, and Toby was just sitting there like a lump, just staring at me, and, uh, you know, just didn't seem to be phased by really anything. And the lady said, Oh, he's my favorite. And she said, I don't think we're supposed to have favorites, but he's my favorite. She said, I love this. I love Toby. I love this cat. He's just, he's just such a friendly little, sweet little guy. And I said, okay, tell me more. He's six years old. Okay, that's good. Not too young, not too old. You know, it's, it'd be nice to bring home kittens and stuff. But I'm, you know, I can't, uh, especially with, if it was the beginning of summer, okay. If it's like May, June, kitten. Because then you got the whole summer for the kids to, you know, we get we get a cat we get a kitten at the end of August and everybody's going back to school and back to work and guess who's stuck trying to potty train a little baby kitten yeah no I'm not doing that sorry she's like yeah he's got all his shots he's up to date on everything he's a clean bill of health and he came from a house where she, the his owner uh, brought home a dog and the dog was very scary and he was afraid of the dog and he ran outside and he's never been outside and he would just leave the house and run away i'm like yeah how is this pot like why wouldn't you know you can you can very easily keep a cat from escaping by just not opening the door or making sure okay all right that's weird i think there's more to this story but okay there always is right like they give you little bits and pieces like oh yes i got a dog and he's afraid of the dog so now i'm bringing him to the shelter like what but you had him first and now you're keeping the dog over the like okay all right you're an asshole 
And then there was, uh, oh, and the boyfriend, her boyfriend, uh, you know, I think teased him a lot and teased. Yeah. So he probably did uh, teasing probably means, you know, uh, who knows? I don't, I don't want to think about it. I said, okay. Um, but he's a pretty cool guy and he knows how to use a fucking litter box and he purrs a lot. And I opened the door and I petted him and he was purring like a motherfucker and he just seemed like a nice little guy so i said okay toby's coming home with me and then i came home and i surprised the kids and i opened the door i said here's toby and uh, i got the reaction video it was really sweet and beautiful you know, the kids were crying it was, it was nice and, uh, and then we bought like a million dollars worth of stuff the automatic feeder the automatic uh uh cat box a uh, big tower scratching post that he has used zero times. Uh, you know, the, the water dish that has like a little fountain because that's fun and toys and food and all kinds of shit. Like, okay. And now we have a cat and he's a sweetheart and he's warmed up to us. You know, he's not hiding under the bed. He's just, you know, he think he's, he's made himself pretty comfortable here. So that's good. Uh, so that, that's, a, that's a big change. A little uh, addition to the family, Toby. It's nice. He's good people. I like Toby a lot. Great, great cat. Really, just a just a cool customer. Really not. Really, he's just like nothing seems to phase this guy. You know, he's a little skittish as most cats are. I forgot what I, I came in the door last night. I like I just opened the door, and this guy, you know, did that like Halloween, you know, backstanding straight up kind of scared cat thing and and ran off i said oh it's just me it's just me and then he came back two seconds later when he realized like um yeah so new cat uh wife's back to work because it's a new school year the kids are back to school well, one's back today and the other one's back tomorrow and then we'll get a four-day weekend which is nice uh i think that's good where i come from we started school after labor day which was fine because you knew like as long as the calendar said August, there was no school. <laughs> and that's not the case here because school always starts like the one of the last few days of August, you know, anywhere between like the 25th and the 31st is when school starts. And uh, but I kind of like that because like this week for it's always starts the week before Labor Day. And a week like this, okay, the sixth graders and ninth graders go back today and kindergartners, and then everybody else goes back tomorrow. And then you go for a few days, Wednesday, Thursday, or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You get a feel for it. You see your friends. You meet your teachers. You get, you know, get kind of used to, you know, the, the getting back in the groove getting back into the swing of things and then they give you friday off and of course saturday sunday and then monday's labor day so it's night you go back for a few days you dip your toes in the water and then it's time for it's almost like summer vacation resumes for a few more days and then you know tuesday comes and it's like all right now we're now it's real um but it was you know when i was a kid we started back on thursday after labor day unless you know sixth and ninth grade started on wednesday and uh you know meet the teachers get the blah 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 and uh and that was good too because it was like all right school is starting but now hey it's already friday <laughs> school just started yesterday and today's friday and now there's a weekend so i i did like that but i like this going back before labor day so then you get a 
you get a holiday. Uh, and we have no plans other than that Red Sox game Thursday. And that's it. And then we're going to, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen this weekend. Probably a whole lot of nothing, to be perfectly honest, because we've had so many busy weekends. I have spent every weekend during the month of August, every single weekend. That's four weekends that I have spent doing work on at least one of the days of the weekend. And I think in most cases, I think in all cases, both days, Saturday and Sunday. And I'm looking ahead to this weekend, and it's seeming it's looking pretty good. Uh, the outlook is pretty good. Like, okay, I don't think I don't think I'm gonna have to do anything. You know, it was like um, it was meeting minutes one weekend, and now I'm done with that. Thank God. And then just work, work, work. I think I might be good for this weekend, and I'm gonna do everything in my power to make sure that I don't have shit to do this weekend. I don't have Friday off. I could take it off, but I'm not going to. I'm just gonna, you know, use that to get caught up and get ahead and do whatever I need to do to be done by five o'clock at the latest, if not a little bit earlier, and then enjoy a nice weekend. So that's what's up. And, uh, oh, I got, I got, I got a ticket just for me because nobody else wanted to go. I got a ticket to go see the WWE 2022 Survivor Series in Boston, uh, coming up on November the Saturday after Thanksgiving. I'm very happy that it's a Saturday, not a Sunday. I wish it was a Saturday before Thanksgiving, but whatever. Um, I, I'm excited. I've never been to one of the big four pay-per-view events ever, so this will be cool to go get to see a, a Survivor Series. I hope they bring a Royal Rumble back to Boston, but it seems like uh, it seems like all the big ones, you know, SummerSlam, certainly WrestleMania and 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 uh, and Royal Rumble, are they've been having them all in stadiums these last few years, so. I don't see why they couldn't do SummerSlam at, uh, God, imagine if they did SummerSlam at Fenway. That would be cool. But they could do it at Foxborough. Royal Rumble, maybe not so much. WrestleMania, it would still be pretty cold out if they did it even in mid-April. But, uh, yeah, Survivor Series seems like it's still going to be an arena show, and that's good because we were that's we were supposed to get SummerSlam. 2020 was going to be SummerSlam in Boston. I was so psyched, like, yeah, all right, this is a big pay-per-view. We're gonna get the... And then, of course, the pandemic, so that didn't happen. But, hey, we're getting Survivor Series. Uh, so hopefully there'll be some good, fun wrestling action. All right. I'm sure talking for 90 minutes straight is not doing any good for my... <laughs> <laughs> for my health here so i'm gonna i'm gonna bust on out of here uh yeah survivor series tickets what else you got billy joel coming up in a week uh which may end up just being me because <laughs> the wife would have to take a day off which is difficult because there's not a lot of people to cover for her and uh the kids would have to take a day off of school and uh, nobody really wants to see Billy Joel except for me. Well, the wife does, but just not, not. And then the Chili Peppers are playing the next night at Fenway. And I said last night, I said to the whole family, I said, look, I'll sell all but one ticket. I'll just go see Billy Joel by myself. And then that way you guys don't have to, because I, I had been saying, like, let's go see. <laughs> this is terrible. So let's, we'll go to New York and we'll see Billy Joel at the Garden Friday night, Saturday morning. We check out. We come home. We rest a little bit in the afternoon. And then we go see the Chili Peppers at Fenway. And they was like, no, that's too much. That's too much. And so last night uh, there was a commercial for the Chili Peppers at Fenway. 
And Kim said, oh, yeah, oh, God, that would be so fun. I'd certainly rather see that than Billy Joel. I'm like, okay, I get it, I get it. You, nobody wants to see fucking Billy Joel. Um, and uh, I said, well, why don't I, I'll just go then. I, kids, do you want to see Billy Joel or would you rather see Red Hot Chili Peppers? I'm like, Chili Peppers. I'm like, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll go see Billy Joel by myself and enjoy New York City by myself. And I'll come home. And then we'll go to Fenway and see the Chili Peppers. And then everybody was like, mm, I don't even know if I want it. I'm like, okay, I get it, I get it. Nobody wants to do anything. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. I'm definitely going to see Billy Joel. Whether everyone's coming with me, some of them are coming with me, nobody's coming, I don't know. But I'm going, I'm going to see Billy Joel on the 9th, a week from today. Uh, or a week from whatever, a week from Friday. <laughs> uh, so... And chili peppers, I mean, I love the red hot chili peppers. To me, that's like, there's not a lot of artists that you could say this about. Because even, you know, the Beatles, there's plenty of people who don't like the Beatles, can't stand the Beatles. There's a lot of people who don't like the, I'm not a big Rolling Stones fan. Um, You know, all these beloved uh, artists and things, there's not. You know, I would have said once upon a time, like Michael Jackson is a universally sort of loved, but no, because like, you know, he's a big fucking creep. So even if you love his music, it's like, yeah, he's a dude. To me, the Red Hot Chili Peppers are one of those few bands that I just feel like nobody doesn't like them. Like they have such a huge catalog of songs. They're such a fun band to listen to a fun band to see perform uh they've been around forever they're they're legends living legends and they keep coming out with new tunes every so often and they're great and it's fun it's like yeah it's a chili pepper the only other band i would say is along those lines is foo fighters um but i don't even i think even they would be more sort of i don't know if polarizing is the right word but in that in that polarizing arena more so than the chili peppers like i'm not i'm not the world's biggest foo fighters fan we went and saw the concert and it was awesome it was fucking amazing you know uh and they've got a ton of hits and that's all they did was play the hits and then they came out for an encore and played even more hits that you forgot that they didn't even play to begin with and the chili peppers is just, i haven't looked at the set list but i'm sure it's very much the same and i'd rather listen to the chili peppers you know any day of the week over the foos but uh, I, I feel like those are like two of those bands that have just been around forever, have endless hits. Every few years they put out a new album that has at least one, if not several hits on it that become part of the repertoire. And they're just, you know, who doesn't like Dave Grohl, right? And the same, who doesn't love Flea? Who doesn't love Anthony Kiedis? Kiedis is not a Dave Grohl. He's not like he's, you know, seems like he enjoys... I mean, you know, I would say Anthony Keat is probably a bit more of an introvert. Dave Grohl, obviously not. Flea, I wouldn't think. Um, and that's what's fun about it. It's just, uh, anyway. Uh, but, you know, we saw him at Woodstock. I saw him at Woodstock. Uh, but it'd be cool. I mean, the kids like the Chili Peppers. We all do. Everybody does. It'd be cool to go see him at Fenway. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that that's going to happen. We'll see. Anyway, there's just lots, lots going on. I'm excited to kind of baseball games and you know we got a preseason hockey game to go to in a few 
months, and then we're going to go to opening night of the Celtics, the kids and I, uh, first uh, opening home game, the first game period of the regular season against Philadelphia. That'll be fun. It'll be on TNT. Uh, what else? Yeah, Survivor. I mean, there's fun stuff coming up. I'm going to see Joe Para do some comedy in December. Uh, and then after the holidays, we'll probably just hibernate and do absolutely nothing. <laughs> Go to no concerts, no events, no nothing for a long, long time. Anyway. Uh, all right. So that's all. That's a lot. It's a lot to digest. I don't even know. I'm just standing here. I've just been standing here for 90 minutes straight just talking. And I hope some of it was good. I feel like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because I haven't, I, I, I got to get back in the groove the podcasting groove. Anyway, go to birthdayboyshop.com, get merch, tell your friends to subscribe and all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next time right here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Later, Gators.